Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports and WyomingAthletics.org. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking. Uh, Coach, how are you? Good morning. How was your weekend? Good morning. Uh, the weekend was good. It was quick. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it was uh, just another day in, in January. <laughs> well, we got quite a few more days in January left, and especially this week, big week ahead for you. Let's talk first about the uh, – let's get into the pool first, swim and dive. A busy week this week. A senior night on Tuesday and a tri-meet with Indian Hill and Cole Rain, and then you have the CHL championships on Saturday, both those at the Crosley YMCA, uh, Tuesday and Saturday. As they prepare for this week, how are they ex- – embracing this challenge of trying to go through the senior night and everything that goes with that and also win and then move forward to the uh, the conference championship on Saturday? Well, certainly they're looking forward to senior night. Um, you know, our, our parents do an amazing job of organizing all of that and just really bringing together um, the, the kids who are getting ready to graduate and end up their career and um, showing the tradition that is so strong in our swimming program. Um, and I'm sure, you know, it's an emotional night. Um, at least for me, it's an emotional night watching some of those kids, um, you know, compete in the last time, a couple times in the pool. Um, but, you know, when you look at what our swimming and diving program have been able to do over the years, uh, you know, it's, it's a good, nice way for them to end their careers. And uh, thinking about that as they move forward towards the postseason, uh, as we said, the CHL championships this Saturday, sectionals coming up. Uh, the following week. When you think about these seniors as they are set to depart Wyoming High School, what's going to stick with you going forward? Well, certainly, you know, when you look at kids like Michaela Elliott and uh, Libby Spira, and, you know, you can go right on down the line, Dory Dory Miller, they've really just uh, embraced the competition. They've embraced getting better. Um, And I think there's some great leaders there that are, you know, we have some young, talented swimmers, and, and the senior class has really done a good job of uh, pulling them into the mix and, and showing them what it's all about to compete and get better every day. So um, looking forward to seeing them on Tuesday and then turning around on Saturday for our big conference meet. Saturday, a busy day for Wyoming in general. you got the conference championship there. The wrestling team also going to be in action hosting the Wyoming Duels after a good showing at Miami Trace. Uh, before we get into talking about the wrestling team there, take us through logistically how Saturday is going to go for you with the conference championship <laughs> for swim and dive, and then you've got the wrestling hosting this huge meet. That is a great question. <laughs> um, and then throw on top at 7 o'clock, I have to be um, at a fundraiser uh, for the school foundation. So um, <laughs> it's going to be a busy day. Um, there'll be some running back and forth between Wyoming High School and uh, – how crossly why, um, but uh, you know it's going to be a busy day. But yes, we'll make it work out. Sunday will be a day of rest for sure. There, there you go. So as you go into this uh, hosting this these duels on uh, Saturday, kind of take us through the the logistical side of things. How it how it all comes together. How everything's able to get organized uh, from that standpoint to allow these student athletes to just come in and just get ready to hit the mat. So we'll have eight teams here. Um, actually, we'll have nine teams, but we're going to combine two rosters to make kind of their own uh, their own hybrid team, if you will, with some extras that we can put in there just to give as many kids an opportunity to wrestle as possible. Um, and our coaches do a great job of helping to organize that. Our parents are amazing with 
helping to organize the hospitality and the food and and all of those little pieces. Um, it's a it's a great day of wrestling. We only host uh, I think we host two dual meets and then this event. So it's a great chance for our community and the students who aren't in wrestling to come and watch um, watch the wrestlers compete. You know, you can kind of pop in and pop out and catch a lot of different actions. So um, it'll be a long day for sure for the for the wrestling group, uh, but I think it'll be really fun for them. And uh, with the wrestling team, as we said, after a, a good showing at Miami Trace, uh, I believe they finished third as a team there. Uh, what, how are they feeling heading into this meet that will be uh, at home? Yeah, it was a great showing this weekend. They finished third in a really tough pool and um, didn't have uh, three kids who were out sick. So I think wrestling right now is is on about as good as an upswing as we've had here at Wyoming in, in recent memory. Um, I think they have some high expectations for Saturday and then going forward um, in the team state duels that will be the following Saturday and then and a few weeks after that in the um, CHLs and beyond. Uh, there's some kids wrestling who certainly have some aspirations of uh, making it to the shot and scene in March. Let's move on to the uh, bowling team. Kind of a t- tough week last week, but they're uh, back in action this Thursday against uh, Taylor in the uh, looks like the regular season finale before you head into sectionals. There, uh, that'll be at Western Bowl on Thursday for both sides. There, what are you? What are the bowlers focusing on here as a final tune-up before heading into the postseason? Well, they're pretty excited to be going to Western Bowl. Um, they've been talking about the venue for a couple days when I talked to them. Um, you know, it's kind of an iconic place and being a West Sider, you know, I've tried to give them my two cents worth of, you know, the, the layout and whatnot, but they're <laughs> very excited about the venue. Um, you know, they just keep getting better and better, um, as, as they bowl and, um, they're excited to, to compete in sectionals and see what all of that is like. We are such a young team, particularly on the girl side and our better bowlers on the boy side are also young. So it'll be a good um, entry into the state tournament for them to just even see what what it looks like to be in a state tournament and then hopefully be able to build on that for a couple years to come. Can you share some of the scouting tips you gave to the team as far as what they're going to see at Western Bowl, or, or is that is that top secret? <laughs> I have no scouting tips. Um, I've been at Western Bowl. I've bowled <laughs> at Western Bowl, but uh, I'm not sure that I broke 100. So. I have no tips for them whatsoever when it comes to lane lineage or any of these types of things. <laughs> well, uh, are you trying to say that it needs some work since the last time you were there, or hopefully it has had some work to improve it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was there, I was probably in high school. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not too far away. So. Right. <laughs> let's uh let's move on to a different type of hardwood let's go to the basketball uh, girls basketball gets a huge win on saturday against madeira after you know after a, a, t- a struggle to start with things going and uh they finally find their way uh, in the fourth quarter outscoring madeira 24 to 11 to come away with the four point win there to win a game like that when they're struggling so mightily through three quarters and then finally in the fourth able to find the offense and uh rally for the win i have to imagine that's a big shot in the arm for their confidence going forward I would think so. And then this week they turn around and play um, three games that will be great games. Um, they could really get some momentum as they look towards that tournament draw on Sunday. So um, I, I think, you know, they're starting to hit their stride and understand what they have to do to score. Um, I think 
they're getting a little bit healthy. Nia Kempers um, maybe played in half the games this year, and I think she's back at full stride. Um, you know, Meredith Bonehope continues to be a rebounding machine. Bree Boy just keeps on uh, coming on. Um, so we'll see what happens when tournament time rolls around, but I think definitely hitting their stride. A busy week, as you said, starting tonight uh, against Norwood. Then you have Deer Park and Finneytown later in the week. A chance to pick up two more league wins and uh, keep pace. And what, from my perspective, is a very, very deep league on the girls' side. You've got Indian Hill and Marymount at the top, and you're right there, uh, right behind them. It's going to be a, a really interesting battle down the stretch for that uh, top spot. For sure. I mean, Indian Hill has all their starters back from a really good team last year. Um, so they're going to be tough to catch. But other than that, in the tournament, um, there's some really good teams, but there's certainly the ability for some upsets. Let's move over to the boys' basketball side. and The beat goes on with this team. They just continue to pile up the wins and do it in dominating fashion. Uh, this past week against Roger Bacon, uh, Marymount, and Redding. We've talked about Isaiah Walker in the past and kind of his emergence from a year ago, and you've talked about all the work he's put in. And it seems like over the last couple of weeks, he's taken that to another level. Uh, looking at the numbers, his last four games, he's averaging 32 points a night, shooting 70% from the field. You've talked in the past about how he put in a lot of work in the offseason to make himself a better player. What does it say about him now in this juncture as you're heading towards the end of the year, you're trying to stay at the top of the conference, that he is taking his game to an even higher level? He's so much fun to watch, and when you add him in with um, you know Damian Creighton, who's had an unbelievable um, passion and energy that he's brought to our program, um, you know Evan's not bad either. And just uh, Deontay, when you add them in to that group, um, you know, it's, it's, they're just so much fun to watch. They play great team basketball. You know, you have Drew Bucks coming off the bench, Cole O'Gara coming off the bench to guard people. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's fun to watch. We'll see. The, the Division Two getting out of Division Two Cincinnati um, sectional is probably one of the toughest uh, sectionals around. And, you know, Hughes is pretty good themselves, so yeah. we'll see. Um, but I think we got a good shot when you look at what Isaiah has been able to, to do. Busy week this week, three games in total. Madeira on Tuesday, Mount Healthy on Saturday, both those on the road, and they're sandwiched around one of the big ones of the year and against Deer Park. Uh, top two teams in the league, you're 9-0, and they're 8-1. and Beat them in overtime. Uh, back in uh, back earlier in the season in late December, uh, obviously coaches aren't going to allow them to look past Tuesday, but we can't hear on the podcast because that's what we do. As you look, <laughs> as you look to this game here, number one versus number two in the league, uh, obviously on your home floor this time, and obviously Deer Park's going to be steaming hot after you know, the loss in overtime and looking to get revenge there. Uh, what are you looking for in this game, and uh, how do you expect your uh, team to respond? Well, certainly um, when you look at our schedule, um, you know, there's a couple games I'm sure that every player circles, and this would be one of them. Um, you know, Deer Park is, uh, you know, the last couple years been very strong, um, and we'll see. I mean, they, uh, they're they a good team. They have good players. Um, but for sure it's something that uh, is going to be good basketball on Friday night. Uh, get here early if you want to see is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Are you anticipating a sellout? I don't think we'll sell out, but I think we'll be close. Um, you know, last time I think they played here, 
uh, it was definitely standing room only. So, um, you know, it, it not only draws people from Deer Park and, and certainly Wyoming, but, I mean, it's probably the game Friday night, and then they're going to turn around and play the game of the week on Saturday night against a very good Mount Healthy team. So hopefully they're getting some rest this week. How important, as we wrap up here, how important will it be for the Cowboy Crazies to be out in full force for that one on Friday? Oh, I have no doubt that the Cowboy Crazies will be here in full force. So um, that that'll be, it'll be a fun night. It's you know kind of what you play for, and um, big players usually play pretty big and big games. So we'll see what happens. And you certainly have some really talented players there as well. It is 15-0 Wyoming against 14-1 Deer Park this coming Friday at Wyoming. Uh, should be a good one, as as you said there, folks. If you're out there listening to this podcast, uh, get there early. Uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere for sure, and a busy week overall for the boys, and a busy week across the board. Uh, best of luck to uh, all all athletic teams. Hopefully, swim and dive can bring home some uh, some league titles on Saturday, and then uh, obviously a busy day for you coming this Saturday as well, Jan. Uh, get rested before then as well as you can, and. Uh, and all I ask is try and save a little bit of energy for us coming next Monday when we talk about it again. Sounds good. <laughs> that is Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking joining us each and every week this for Wyoming Cowboy Sports here in wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.